Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Introducing SN Snapshots, a new photography business started up by SND Podcast co-host Steven. Make sure to follow him on all of social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching SN Snapshots. That's shots with a Z. He can also be reached very easily through his website snapshots.com. So if you need a photographer for any sort of event and or project, contact SN Snapshots now. Welcome to episode 273 of the SND Podcast Show. Danny is off. Vin and I are here. So put the seatbelts on. Enjoy the ride. I mean, we already got some stuff planned, and I, you're not going to know what hit you. I'll be completely <laughs> honest. Um, We need to start off, though, with uh, Jim Caldwell getting a new opportunity in the league, by the way. I'm sorry, what? Oh, you're in here. Jim Caldwell... Well, um, interviewed for the Lions, uh, the Texans head coaching position today. Uh, that, oh my God, <laughs> it's happening, Ben. The Sean Watson's going backwards. I feel I was I was watching football yesterday, and I just it hit me how bad I actually feel for Matt Stafford, and then Deshaun Watson's just gonna be that now. Well, Stafford's getting old, so it just makes sense for somebody else to take over. Right. Well, like, Stafford needs to get traded to, like, I don't know. Vegas. Sure. Or, like, the Eagles. Or The Eagles have a quarterback that they're going to claim as the next best thing, just like they did with Wentz, and they're going to overpay him and cut the $65 million backup. Them to the Bears. I mean, that's in the division, so they wouldn't do it. But the Wentz Bears is going to end up in that division. Yeah, I think. Well, what? I mean, it's good for me. Wentz will either end up with the Bears, uh, possibly even the Vikings. Uh, I mean, they stink. Fumble. Recovered by the Bengals. That's in the that's in the point zone. That's some points. Ben doesn't look happy. Yay, everybody in orange jumping up and down like you just won the game and you didn't, and you're not going to. Well, they try. They're trying. Are you finally, like, excited about the Bengals? Like, if Burroughs comes back to the way he was playing, is it time to get, like, they're in the right, they're in the right direction? No. I mean, yeah, sure. They're in the right direction because Joe is good. Like I'll never be excited about the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> I mean, part and part of it is they have to play the Ravens and the Steelers, who are just perpetually good. And, and, and part of it is Cleveland. They're the Bengals. And now Cleveland. Well, I mean, I'm not, not going to say they're ready to be perpetually good, but the other two are like. Only Can bad that division like, turn into what we expected the NFC West to be this year? In um, the next three years. No. 
I honestly, I think I may have made this joke before, but I do think it's going to be interesting to watch Joe and Baker fight it for third and fourth place. Although, the I mean, Lamar Jackson looked human this season, but I still think. And you got to think Ben's only got another year or two, so who, what's going to well, happen there? Well, that's the other there? thing. But they're probably. Who did announce I mean, he's coming they, back next year already? Get. If they trade for Sam Darnold. Who? The Steelers. It would be the perfectest fit. Or somebody who already lives in the state. No. He plays in the NFC East, though. No, he stinks. I don't think Sam Donald stinks. Yeah, but the Jets are going to have Fields, so maybe they want Fields to rest because he only played like three games all season this year. You know, that's possible. But I think, I think you pulled the pin out of their grenade with that one already. I think Sam is out of town, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, yards. Yards all day, Bengals. Move those chains. What's with the orange line going through the stadium? What is... They have an orange line? That was new. It was new. Well, you know they have the pylon camera now on the first down lines. That just seems too complicated. Somebody jumped. (laughs) Um, it's fine. They're getting they, well, unless they're Joe Judge, they're going to get three points out of this. All right, which one of our uh, you want to go into Twitter topics, and then we can uh, fight over which one's going first on this. Uh... There, I mean, there aren't a lot of Twitter topics. Let's see what we got here. We're getting six hundred dollars. We are getting six hundred dollars. Um. <laughs> It's always unfortunate when Rest in Peace is trending on Twitter, but um, uh, the, Kevin the, Green. Kevin Green, yes. Former linebacker. Steeler. And uh, Steeler, as we're watching the Steelers game, also Packers. Uh, he was the linebacker's coach during the Super Bowl year. Right. There's he was a, also a Ram. A fa- he was a Ram. There's a famous clip of him hyping up Clay before Clay then forces a fumble in the Start the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. Well, long, luscious blonde hair is what they were both known for. That's, yep, that's exactly. Um. So, yeah, rest in peace to Kevin Green. What a guy. Speaking of Green, are we over the whole AJ Green thing, or? AJ Green still exists. That still guy, that guy was legitimately five cats. He was Jordy Nelson of the AFC West, of the AFC and- North. He had so five catches, a hundred yards, and, and a touchdown every year. If he he's a free agent this year, if he goes somewhere like where he's just the outside guy, right? Who and it's not he's not the number one guy. Like I, off the top of my head, I mean I like to say Green Bay because that would be it. But like you guys don't. Do if that. he's just like a red zone guy, <laughs> you guys have the one guy. I know, but like we need another guy. That's what I'm saying. You don't, you don't get other guys on your team. Why is robbed in big letters? People who got robbed. That's a sack. That's a big sack. That's not good for you. Yeah, but they're going to score points, so it kind of evens that one out. 
Well, but you just sack point, yeah, I guess. You only get one sack point. You get three field goal points. Plus the well, distance. Not on defensive things. Anyway. Yeah, um, but it's against. Points is... against. Right, but you're just going to... It's just they go down from whatever they were at to whatever they are now. Um. Also, back to the AJ Green uh, thing. People... New York Giants. It's possible. They need an... That's what they people need. People look into the night sky as Jupiter and Saturn... From the Great Conjunction. Form the Great Conjunction. That makes more sense. Look at Santa all happy. Merry Christmas to him. And the Muppets. I don't know what the Muppets are doing on Monday Night Football, but they're there. I'm all for it. I'm all for the Muppets. Um. All right. What was the let's other do, let's go into the lists. What was that one? Are you excited about Wonder Woman this week? You're I watching it at home? Yet. I'm probably gonna. And if it's good. So everything I've been hearing about it is like, it looks cool, but it's not that great. Okay. So that doesn't bode well for watching it at home, but I'm probably going to watch it at home because I'm off next week. Right. I'm on vacation next week, so I'm probably going to end up watching it at some point. I'm probably going to watch it Friday. Yeah, I don't know about Friday, but maybe. Uh, interesting on her um, on her presses, she, she announced she has not been involved in any reshoots for Justice League. Really? Which I found interesting. A very vocal um, point of the the movie and the vocal point of uh, Batman vs Superman, you would have thought she'd be more involved, especially with the reshoots, but apparently not. I don't know who like is involved in the re because I know the only I mean I know the guy who did uh, Deadshot is it Deadshot? No. Deathstroke? I don't know. Whatever one is the guy in, like, from the, uh, scene. the guy from the um the 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 thing in the thing. Sure, but you know who I'm talking the about. The Magic Mike guy. Yeah, he is involved. Was involved in reshoots or sh- more Correct. shooting. And somebody asked so, him about it, and they and he said, "I made a change to the look." Yeah, and that's all I can. Just, so, like, that's all I can release. They're shooting new stuff. So it doesn't really count as, I mean, I've said this from the beginning, but this isn't a different, this isn't his cut of the movie. This is a different thing. It's a different movie. Or series or whatever you want to call it. It's yeah, I don't really know what they're releasing. Completely different. Catch him off guard. Onside kick. Recovery. All right. So we're going to go into these quick lists, Okay. So, okay. let's see. Can you name every single, and I said there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different guys that have started in the quarterback position for the Cincinnati Bengals since Ben Roethlisberger. 
Okay, so this is since he was drafted in 2004, right? 2003. No, it's four. Right, 2004, sorry. Okay. So this was, this started by, there was a stat on Monday Night Football that said Roethlisberger has faced seven different Bengal quarterbacks. Now, I don't know who he's faced out of these people. I guess maybe it's only seven or there's It says how many games every one of them have started. So I'm going to guess that, like, there's two, at least two of them on here he never faced. That's what it comes down to. Right. It shows how many numbers they started that year, so. All right. First name... I don't. This is the guy I think about when I think of the Bengals. It's Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I don't know why. Two thousand eight started twelve games, so that's one. Okay. <laughs> Dalton. Okay, yeah, because he went from eleven through. I know. Eighteen yeah, he definitely started twelve <laughs> games, right? Okay. Carson Palmer. Okay, that's three of three of nine. Um. Joe Burrow. Okay. Four of nine. Uh, we said before John Kitna. Okay. Five of nine. Hmm. Well, what's the guy's name tonight? Ryan Finley. Okay. Six of nine. Fun fact. He's on the list. He's, he's, on, he's actually on the list, list from 2019, actually. Okay. So he started <laughs> some games last year. Okay. So that's six. Hmm. I'm pretty disappointed because there's one on here you still haven't named for many that years. That I should have named? That you should have named. Took him to the playoffs. He took him to the playoffs. I only remember Kitna taking them to the playoffs. What year was it? 2005. 2005. Or was it 2004? No, 2005, yeah. Because on Pittsburgh's road to the Super Bowl, they blew out his name. I said Carson Palmer. Oh, you did say Palmer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's six. Um, The other three, there's 0% chance of you receiving. You're getting correct. Mm. Matt Shaw. Nope. Okay. TJ Yates. That guy only plays in playoff games for the Texans, first off. Right. (laughs) What about... Brett Hundley. (laughs) I don't think Brett Hundley ever went to the Bengals. There's no way I'm getting these last three. Who were they? Brett Hundley's still on your team, isn't he? No, he, we traded him to the uh, somebody. Okay. He's somewhere else. So, in the year 2015, Andy Dalton started 13 games. The other three were started by A.J. McCarron. Oh, A.J. McCarron. I should have known that one. Former because Alabama, he, like, great. He got, and he got traded or... He was like an option for somebody to be a starter. It was like a Matt Flynn situation. I remember that, AJ McCarron. Okay. So that's one. Mm-hmm. And 
2018, Andy Dalton started 11 games. The other five would become Detroit Lion great Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll. He played last year for the. He played last year for the for the Lions. Yeah, I remember the name. I think we faced him. That's why I remember the name. And then this year started against the Giants. Was Brandon Allen? Oh, I forgot. They didn't AJ. go right to this schmuck. Okay, I by mean, the... I got the ones I thought I would get. Okay, and AJ just made a hell of a tiptoe catch on the sideline, by the way. In double coverage. So he's not dead yet. All right, my list is a little... Well, I mean, it's just as difficult, I think. Right, Finley dropping bomb, dropping dimes. Look at that. It's not a bad throw. All right, okay, so, so my question video... to you that I haven't... That I don't think I asked you. You said it was of the okay. decade, right? Correct. So, so 2010 to 2019 season. Not. This doesn't include this. Did, oh, you almost just did it. It does not include anything. So the video was actually from 11 months ago. Okay, the video so it's was before the season started. Season. Okay, so it was before this past season yeah, started. Okay. This past season are there count. playoff home runs? There are playoff home runs, yes. Okay. Because there's, there's, there's everything. two... That stand out of the 15 run. So. Okay, so there are. And are you going to. Do I need to get them in order? Or no? Just get. Let oh, me just go well, out. So of... here's what we're going to do. I came up with a little little system here. Okay. For the record, he told so me I'm not allowed keep, to Google this. You're not allowed to Google it. Which I didn't. This just popped up on my YouTube feed because I watch a lot of Mets highlights. You get this is what our lives are like. Five points. I'm gonna give you the year, and that's it. First, if you guess it after the year, you get five points. Okay. Then I'm gonna give you what position the guy who hit the ball plays. Does it involve the game I talked to you about today? (laughs) No. There was no home runs in that game. All right. Okay. Um. Then. That you get three points if you get that, and then you get one. I'm gonna give you the who it was against at, as the last thing. You get a point if you get it if you get that. Okay. Okay. I I'll be completely honest. All of them are gettable. I think obviously. I mean, they're us. A lot of <laughs> right. It's up. Except for number ten. If you get number ten at all with everything I give you. Okay. I'll be. Sh- Okay, year. Okay, so the caveat of this is it's three home runs. But they all did the same thing. All three guys and all three home runs accomplished the same thing. What year? Okay. The years they happened were 2013, Ooh. 2014, and 2018. Yikes. Okay. Do you have any guesses? Twenty. Is it the same guy? It's not the same guy, but they all did the same thing. Okay, so my guess is there were all walk-offs. But it's a certain kind of walk-off. That's the that's the thing. Were they all grand slam walk-offs? 
Damn. There you go. That is five. I'll give you four points because I gave you a little help on that. One. Wait, wait, but I uh, but wait, I gotta see if I can get the home runs right. So right. So what three people can you think of that? Jordaddy Val, the spin is one of them. Correct. That first one is. It's literally. I you click on the video. It's the first home run that pops up. My jaw hit the floor. I was like, <laughs> "What are we doing with this list?" Okay, number two. Angel Pagan. Twenty thirteen. Twenty. Was it Pagan who hit one? No, this is twenty fourteen. Is the next one. 14. Who hit a wall? It wasn't Valdez Spin again, was it? Nope. Okay. Against who? Okay. It was against the Reds. Against the Reds in 2014. Murphy. W- no, Murphy was there, but no. My last hint for this one is he was on the team for, like, 15 more minutes. I think he got traded a week later. Chris Young Jr. No. Psych Davis. Okay. Oh, we were in Lauren's car. I remember that one. Yeah, at at the Islander game, yeah. (laughs) Okay, we were in the car. The last one. Okay. 2018. 2018. He played the out. He's an outfielder. It wasn't Conforto. It wasn't no. Cespedes. We were together this night. You're not. We are. You were not going to remember the game, but we were together this night. I remember for an unfortunate reason. What was the reason? This is the hard one. We were at a wake. Twenty eighteen. Who died in twenty? 20- did he just missed that field goal? He did miss that field goal. Uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was... 28. Someone's... I, I honestly... I, I had to be reminded of this one. It was, wasn't it Devin's grandma? No, I think it was actually Dan Murray's dad. I feel like that's what it was. Right, and then I went and I did something else that night, too. I don't remember. Maybe. Who was it? It's Jose Batista. Oh, God. His first career walk His first I, career walk off home yeah. run. I remember. Now I'm thinking yeah, of the Gary was, call. See, you had to give me the Gary call. Yeah, yep. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> you hit it off against the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay, so you got, I'm giving you four points on that one because that was pretty good. The fact that Number I got nine, the first okay. one, I'm pretty, I'm pretty impressed by just I knew right pretty away. Pretty good. <laughs> Okay, number nine was in 2019. Okay, 2019. It's definitely not Pete's record home run. Because you got to think that's higher on the list. Okay. Was it Dom's walk-off? Wow, that's number (laughs) four. That's a five-pointer right there. Did I get that right? Good call. Yes, sir. Dom's, Dom's first, walk off on the first at bat in two months. Yep, on the last game. Again, with the Gary call. <laughs> last, last game of the season. Again, so that that call, that Homer comes up in the thing. I was never more upset with a manager than Mickey Calloway waiting until the 14th inning of that game to put Dom in. <laughs> 
them. Like nobody was there and nobody was watching. He could have started them. (laughs) Nobody would. Nothing would have been different. Pete had already got the record. There was no problems. You could have just started the guy, and you waited till the fourteenth inning for him to pinch. Yeah, but but that also made a little sense because he want he said it after the game. He wanted Pete to play a couple in. Pete wanted to play a couple innings. He was trying to get the regulars a couple innings because you knew the people were there to watch the regulars. Oh, God. Fumble. Fumbling all over the place. I don't think it was a fumble. It may have been incomplete. No, I think he caught it. Okay. We move on to number eight. Now, the problem we get into here, and I'm going to – I'll tip my hand here. One, two, three, four, five. The next six – so six of the next eight. Are all 2015. Okay. So the problem, so you, I'm just gonna give you a year. You're gonna have to cherry pick it off the, of what you know from 2015. So number eight was in 2015, and I think this is a little low. Wait, no, isn't the seven? Oh, the first so one this, has three. Yeah, the first one was just three. Maybe. But I got five points for that last one. You did. <laughs> so you're doing good. <laughs> okay. This is just 2015. Okay. I probably would have put it a little higher, but whatever. They're, this is what their number eight was. So the first one that comes to mind, of course, is that faithful weekend in July. Okay. But I'm not going to say that's it because I think that's going to be higher. Okay. Who would they play? Well, that's the last hint. Okay, so it was an outfielder. That's what, that's the hint you get. It was an outfielder. So, Cespedes. <laughs> Not saying who it was. <laughs> it was just an outfielder. Okay. Yeah, who were they playing? They were playing the Dodgers. Granderson. Right? Didn't Granderson hit one? They played the Dodgers in 15. It was right before they put... Was this in LA or at home? It was at home. So it was before the trades. Because if I remember correctly, it was that the same weekend they called up Confortos when they played the Dodgers. It is not Granderson. Not Granderson. And played the outfield. It's definitely not Conforto because again they called him up when they played the Dodgers. Correct. Because John Mayberry Jr. It was Thursday when John Mayberry Jr. batted cleanup. Correct. And then Conforto was up the next day. Right. Who the hell was the other outfielder that year before Cespedes? Well, it's not. They're not in any chronological order, so it could be Cespedes. Right, but it's definitely not because he wasn't. He didn't hit his first come to the team till the following weekend. Right, but it could be at any point in at any point in 2015. Oh, the postseason too. Daniel Murphy, game five, hugging the pole. No, he's not an outfielder. Nope. nope. Yeah, I'm out on this one. Okay, no points on this one. This was the Homer Cespedes hit in game three where he basically threw oh, the bat back oh, in the okay, bat. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that, the ball the ball 
was thrown in, in into the outfield basically because right yeah <laughs> <laughs> they just reversed it to a fumble recovery did they yeah they just f- yeah lost fumble I think I get points for okay that. so okay we're moving on to number seven you don't get any points on that one anyway. like, this is again this is a tough one. 2015. Again, 2015. Okay. You have to think of monumental home runs. I'll even say this is regular season. I'll give you that hint. Okay. 2015. Still going to say Flores' ends up being higher on this list. You're probably right. Because of the walk-off. Because that was just a moment nobody will ever forget. So that's definitely at the bottom Probably closer to the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cespedes walk-off I'm thinking about was 16 that you and I were at against mm-hmm. the Marlins. Was, uh, what's his name? Jose Fernandez's last game in New York. Mm-hmm. Who, and was also started by Rafael Montero. Mean. <laughs> An absolute disaster of a of a game that was. Yet we won on a Cespedes walk. Yet we won, yeah. Uh, run, Ryan Finley. Run, Ryan Finley. Don't die, Ryan Finley. <laughs> I mean, he might die. <laughs> uh, okay, 2015 regular season. Position. Mm-hmm. He, again, played the outfield. Or though he might have been, I'll give you, he might have been pinch hitting at this moment. I don't remember exactly, but he's an outfielder. Well, you said regular season. I was about to say Conforto's home runs in the World Series game. Nope. Outfielder, pitch hitting. Probably. If I remember correctly. Granderson. Nope. Outfielder who pitch hit. Yeah. Mike Kadire. <laughs> it was not Mike Kadire. Okay, for for one point, I'm gonna give you the team. Okay. It was it it was against the Nationals. Kirk Neuenhuis. That is correct. It is Kirk Neuenhuis. From Labor Day weekend. Yes, from that big weekend. Okay. We're, okay, we're back on the scoreboard here. Okay. Okay, we're back. No, number six. We're back in 2019. That's all you get. Back in 2019. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with... We've hit... 2019, Cabrera wasn't on the team yet. So it was on the team anymore, so there goes that. Just 2019. I'm going to say it should be a little bit higher, but Pete's record breaker. That is correct. Pete's record breaker is number six on the list. Okay. Now. Could have been a little higher. But it could have been higher. But it included postseason, and there were some memorables that 15 postseason run. Well, that's the thing. So as we go on from here, it's all. I mean, the next one is 2016, but then after that, the rest of them are 2015. So, so if the next one's 2016, you might as well just mark it down as a Dribble Scabrero with the bat flip. That is correct. It is a Dribble Scabrero <laughs> with the bat flip. 
Like, I get five points for that one. That one's easy. That's an automatic five pointer. It was a great game for the one part of it that I was at. And then I went home. The Giants had a home game. Giants had a home, I think, either the home opener or a home game the next morning. And I was waiting to go to sleep. And I remember just screaming in my house. Um, Also, the Minnesota Twin weekend when Granderson, I think it was Granderson or Reyes, when he. When he hit the two home runs in like the ninth to tie it, and then the like eleventh to win it. Yeah. Um, number four. Okay. So for the rest of them going on is just 2015. All next four 2015. Okay. So there's a couple here. You might have mentioned a few of them. This I one already particularly, name, you I, haven't you haven't mentioned this one yet. I, David Wright so returned to Philly. Returned to the lineup. That is correct. It is David Wright returning. I knew that one was going to be in the top four. I knew that one was going to be a top home. Top one. Okay. What was that? Five or four? That was four. So what would you put at number three? (sighs) Am I allowed to ask a a question about the top three? Sure, go ahead. I'll see if I'll answer it. Does one of the top three selections have multiple home runs involved? No. The rest of them okay. from here on out are all Because I would have said if, if there was another one similar to 10, the selection you had with 10 would be the back-to-back-to-back against Washington. In, in that weekend series in August. That, oh, the, the Cespedes ones you're saying? No, no. The uh, It was like Granderson, Murphy, and um, oh, yeah, yeah. Duda going back yeah, yeah. to back to back. Right, and and then and then Duda later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's not on there. That's a good one though. They but that that on. game that that was I think the Sunday game of the the three game series, the, the sweep of Washington yeah, yeah, yeah. in July, right after we got Cespedes. Correct. Um, that the good ones, but they were not they were not on the list. Okay, I already have an idea of what number one is. <laughs> I think number one. I'm not going to say it's obvious because I think there's two that could have been number one. But the question is, what's number three? David Wright World Series home run. That is incorrect. Oh, okay. Which I still consider one of the best moments I've ever been at. Um, All right, what position? See, this is... Okay, I'll, I was going to say infielder, because, but now they're all infielders. But I guess that's another <laughs> hint. Uh, this guy was probably playing second base at the time. So, Murphy. Um... Well, I, which Murphy? Yeah, I mean, they, I guess they could have done multiple Murphys, but, but they, which... they only did one of the Murphy home runs. But which Murphy home run is it? It had to be game right. five. Yeah, it was the one off Granky in Game Five. So now what's left? <laughs> Sorry, I am slightly rooting for the Cincinnati Bengals because the guy I face in the semifinals of fantasy football has the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Gio Bernard. <laughs> Who would have thought that guy dead. was still alive? Back from the dead. <laughs> been playing on my fantasy team this whole season, or well, most of it, since Joe Mixon's been hurt. And it actually wasn't bad until... He fumbled once for the first time in like 800 snaps, and they benched him for the rest of the first half. Moving the Pittsburgh Steelers defense down to five points. 
I'm not going to say good. anything yet because there was a moment last week where I was on the phone with Rosen, and I was like, "You, my defense is giving me three three points right now." And then um, Hughes had a sack, fumble, fumble recovery for a touchdown, <laughs> <to the> Bills, <laughs> <laughs> and it jumped to eleven points. So I'm not going to say anything yet. <laughs> Lots of football remaining. Okay, so all right. Correct. So Murphy against Granky was two. No, it was three. It was three. Okay. So what do you think they put at number two? <sighs> this is tough. Postseason or regular season? Regular season. <sighs> Dang. Gary call. Yeah, it had to do with something uh, specific person's night coming to a fitting close. Okay, Wilmer against Washington. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'm going to give you three points on that one because I give you a good <laughs> I I completely thought that was one, to be honest. Okay, so now what's number one? <sighs> Well, Lucas Stewart was never clutch, so he never had a home run at the end of a game. <laughs> That's just an unnecessary shot. <laughs> Lucas Stewart. Yeah, just said but I sent you a video. Moments. But I sent you a video where they showed a clutch Lucas Stewart home run. <laughs> he hit a walk off home run against the Astros in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> and never hit a ball again with runners on. After the fifth inning for the rest of his life. I don't think so. Well, I guess after the fifth inning, yeah. Because that home run, the home run he hit in, against, like, he hit a three-run homer against the Cubs in game four. That, like, they sort of won the game in the first inning. He also that. he also hit a home run in the game against, he also hit, if I remember correctly, the home run, uh, he had a grand slam against the Reds in, in the clincher cl- for the DaVinci. Mm, clincher, yeah. yeah. For the NL East clincher, and I think it was in the first inning. It was. I think it was in the first inning. Yeah. The only thing I remember about that night is consistently texting you. Um, Harvey's walking back out there again. <laughs> it was like we're like, okay, well he got through five. I'm like, well, wait, no, he didn't. Okay, he's going to keep going. What is he? Okay, sir, your arm. <laughs> that was weird. Of course, that game, they they could have taken him out early, and they didn't, and then look what happened later on when they decided that, hey, maybe you should pitch the ninth inning this time. Of course. Uh, all right. Uh, regular or postseason? What's postseason? <sighs> Has to be David's home run. Yeah, it is. Okay. That's the number one home Interesting run. Interesting that that one was number one. But it is a great moment. I mean, I'm kind of surprised again the three from the night against Washington isn't there because that weekend was the weekend where everything just clicked. It's you're right because that I, was the weekend. Like we looked at Terry as manager of the year at that moment because he he set the the pitching rotation up perfectly to play the three that we needed to. So we had that bad loss to San Diego like two days earlier. So, um, what would you take off? The Grand Slams? 
Yeah, I, I don't need. I, I could. I could live without I, Jordaddy Valdespin on my list. Yeah, I could live without <laughs> Walk of Grand Slams. They're cool, sure, but I would have. But then the list is basically 2015. That's the thing. If I mean, if you get that, so, all right, nine. Jordaddy Valdespin. Ten. Twenty-five. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight and three is thirty-one. You have thirty-four points out of a possible fifty. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's a passing grade. <laughs> I think it is. I'm going to do the math quick. 34 divided by 50. It says error. That's not good. <laughs> you got a 68. You passed. <laughs> On a pop quiz, you passed. We're good. You're good with it. Yeah, who would have thought that, that would happen? Um, but if we're going to go through walk-off hits and all, Eric Young Jr., August of 2013, of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a pivotal moment in our life. For absolutely what seemed like no reason at the time. But... <laughs> we look back at it now, and it's one of the biggest moments yeah. of our lives. Biggest moments of our lives. Was, yeah, it was 2013. I was going to say 2014, but no, it was definitely 2013. 2013. David, David's original injury. Yeah, the pulled his <laughs> hamstring, and then pretty much that was it, because... He stunk in 2014, and then right. The back he started stuck. in the he started the All Star game in 13. Yeah, in at City Field, which we knew was going to happen because it was at City Field. There was no way he wasn't going to, especially right. because Met fans were pissed from the year before because he should have done it. The Sandoval thing. And Sandoval, thinking, yeah. everyone stuffed the bucket with pandas. Right. And then we also got screwed in 2012. All-Star game because R.A. Dickey should have started it, but the guy, uh, what's his name, didn't want Posey catching. Yeah, Posey didn't want to catch the knuckleball. <laughs> what Stuffed. is this there? Stuffed. No, I think, oh, wow, that's a bad spot. I think he got that. All I know is he's still running. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should tell that guy that whistle. <laughs> <laughs> um... All right, that was pretty good. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, that was good. All right, so are we um, super excited about hockey being back, or are we still on the fence about it? Are we still just not, like, we want skates on the ice? I want a roster first. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I was, I mean, so Arthur Staple posted an article today. Yep, I read that. And I, Right, so I read it too. And it's it's something that he's been mentioned multiple times that, like, Matt Martin and Andy Green are on the team. And so is Corey Schneider. But they're not actually on the team yet. Like, physically, they haven't signed contracts, but they've agreed to contracts. Eric and then Abram just took a hit we where think, one guy went on his legs and one guy went on Yeah, that guy, that's a kidney shot. Um, they call that a tabletop in the schoolyard. Um, <laughs> that was the play think... from um, Not Another Teen Movie when Chris Pratt throws it to the end zone and the guy gets cut in half. Chris Evans, yeah. Chris, Chris Evans, yeah. Captain America threw the touchdown. I wish Chris Evans. Yeah, I wish Chris Pratt was in that movie. Um, and we think Barzell's deal is somewhere in the vicinity of six and a half to seven million dollars for three years. But like, so I just like to see how the roster is going to shape out. And then, yeah, I'm, I'll, I mean, I'll be excited. I don't like ten day training camps that much, but besides that, yeah, I'm excited. 
Well, the thing is, hockey players they train all year. If like the I the, know, the, but the good ones are always training, so you're not really worried about that. The other thing you're not you're also realizing is your first two weeks is basically a regular season preseason because you're going to have the expanded but, rosters, you're going to have the taxi squad, you're going to have people that can play. You can just kind of rotate guys in and out. With a 56 game season, you don't have a lot of time to be flipping people around and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but that's the thing. Trotz is the type of guy in a 56-game season where the Islanders can dominate it, where he can get the team to dominate it. In a, a short season definitely helps the Islanders because they're, they don't, I mean, their style doesn't last as well over the course of the whole season. Right. We've seen that multiple, both years they kind of fade off in the middle. Faded at the end. The, 20, uh, the first year they kind of picked it back up, but last year they were fading fast. They they were out of the playoffs. If the if the season kept going, they were working their yeah, way out of the postseason. They were done. The break actually helped them to get back for the bubble. Yeah, for sure. They got Pelic back and everything, and it was it was huge. Which again, year. another part of the article that I found interesting was you're not really getting excuse me a lot of time to figure out your protection players. Also towards the end. So now you're starting yeah. to think along lines of who is that going to be? Is it going to be, are you going to avoid having to pay Pellick his big contract by unprotecting him and letting him into the expansion draft? Letty's going to have another year, but he also has to waive his no movement clause, his no trade clause, to be unprotected. Is he going to do that to move all the way to Seattle? I think... Or would he rather test the water, be a, be a, in Trotz's system another year and retest the waters again? Um, I think with Letty, I think Pelik you have to protect. You have to protect Pelik. You have to protect Pulak. And then, well, Pulak has a no trade clause I, now. Does he now? He probably I, does. Regardless, because he, he, he got his contract. He well, he got a kind of a bridgeish contract. Um, but Pelic, even though he's going to be a free agent, you're still going to protect him, just because he's your best defenseman, like defensively. I think with Nick Letty, if he'll waive it, I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll take him. Like they might take him, right? It's it'd be it's gonna be like five six million dollars for only one more year, I think. Actually, he so, doesn't have one on it. He, Pulak. Yeah, Pulak. But here's the thing: at the end of this season, do you still have to protect Pelic as an RFA? Yeah. Because they could take him and sign him to a contract themselves. Okay. And actually, so, I don't think. And does Letty not have a no trade or whatever? Letty does not have a no trade. I I thought maybe. Uh, so that's what, that's what I'm saying. How many years left on his contract? Is it, it's just this year and next year, right? Nicholas Letty has this year, next year, and then he's a free agent. Right. So I I think with one year at whatever he's making, they could, like like Seattle five might and take a half. Him. Right, and for them, five and a half for, you know, a, a pretty good defenseman they might take. But I also think five and a half is enough money where they might not. 
um, Kamarov also. But and then, then to... but the interesting part of the the thing was, is Jordan Eberle playing his way into an unprotected? Does he have a no trade? Are you on cap friendly or whatever? Yeah, he has no trade clause. So I don't think I forget if they have if he has to approve that. I don't think he does. I, I think remember. that it's only no movements. I don't remember. But yeah, I think I honestly think if Jordan Everly plays the same way he's been playing, because he only with has like thirty goals in two seasons. I know if he if he has a twenty goal, even if he has a Jordan Everly season, right? That's like twenty three goals and fifty points. I don't think they'll take his contract. I don't think they'll take another four years at five and a half million dollars. Right. So I, I think you could leave him unprotected and not have to worry about it. It's risky, but I, but I also don't know what the bottom of the, the, um, the what's forward here? looks like because if you look at the they have the dates, they they show the dates right. The, the expansion draft is before free agency. So technically, like, after this season, Casey Zizekas is a free agent. The Islanders, if they want to not lose him to Seattle, I keep saying, yeah, to so Seattle. I keep thinking Vegas, but it's Seattle. They have to protect him, even though he's a free agent. Because Seattle could take him and then sign him to have the exclusive negotiating right. Now, do you work out something with Casey where he just doesn't sign with them? I don't know if that's allowed. Pick. Okay, Ben, ben Roethlisberger is trash tonight, bro. Does that guy just prime? Okay, line. 76 can need oh, to take. fight here. Here we go. <laughs> he just sat down. <laughs> Deontay Johnson just pushed an offensive lineman out of the way. What are we doing here, boys? You're fighting each other, Bengals. <laughs> Bengals and two, two Steeler players. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> First so off, like, second off, in all fairness, that is a flag. He put he was completely out of bounds, and the guy pushed him. Yeah, the guy was basically sitting on the bench when he got pushed. So I don't know what the isn't that a giveaway? Don't isn't that more minus points? I mean, not from the defense, but <laughs> they're in good field position. They're going to get more points, hopefully. It'll be interesting. I don't want to look that far ahead to the expansion draft that much, but I'm excited for... I'm actually excited to see Sorokin. I think it's going to be interesting to see him, and it's going to be interesting to see the battles with the other young Russian goalies that are in the league. It'll also be interesting to see how much he plays. Right. Because, like, I, I mean, this probably was the plan when they signed Corey Schneider. Like, like I said before, Corey Schneider... Basically on the team, but not officially on the team. That's, like, if this is a normal year, of course, Niners in Bridgeport the whole time. But now you have to carry three goalies, even if one's on the taxi squad. So him just being there. Unlimited goalies. How... <laughs> right. I don't know how that's going to work. Where it's like, can you just swap the goalies? One Like, if you wanted to to play Corey Schneider on a night, could you just swap him in? Don't you wish you were still in the playoffs watching Gio Bernard run around like crazy right now? I really, I do. <laughs> Did I start him in my fifth place game? I think I might have benched him. You know, it's funny. We never locked your guys' team, so you guys could have made... I figured. I know. I, I, I wasn't going to do anything. Well, he has Ibram, and you do have Gio playing. 
I do have him playing. I'm losing though. Whatever. Nothing that matters. Fifth place um, spot. Yeah, fifth place. Right. Danny was place. texting me all morning, congratulating me. Like, good job. You beat me. I'm like, it's not over yet, and I didn't play you. So, I need to call him out. Danny texted me at like 4:30 last week. Congratulations on fantasy. When he was down by like 10, I was like, Danny. And and he had like three guys playing Sunday night. I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then he ended up. He was trying him. to reverse psychology. I, was like, I think he was. It's got to be one of those. He's trying to. He's trying to be like, "Here we go, go have fun," and then. Okay, now so, I have, now I have another question for you before you go back okay. to hockey, real quick. So Evan Ingram okay. shared Nick Chubb's post that he said he's going to the Pro Bowl. And wrote Groove Gang. First off, I don't know what that means. But more importantly, Nick Chubb, uh, Bradley Chubb, sorry. Touchdown, Gio. I swear to God. Fucking Gio Bernard. <laughs> Fucking, I swear to God. You'd be in the you'd be in the semis right now if he did this last week. Son of a bitch, if he just did anything. Look at the Steelers oh, fans God. like, yeah, we still have another half, relax. Look at this mother... Of God, anyway. So anyway, Go Bradley ahead. Chubb of the... the I don't know why I keep the calling him Nick Chubb. Yeah. The group guy. But not even that. Is it Nick Chubb or Bradley Chubb? Bradley Chubb. The defensive player. The defensive player from the Broncos. Remember when they drafted him and we were all super excited about him and Von Miller and they've never played sure. together? Well, yeah. Von <laughs> Miller got hurt, right? Yeah, and Chubb was hurt all of last year. Wonderful. Anyway... His Twitter hand, his Instagram handle is astronaut. Who Chubbs? <laughs> yeah. What is? I don't know what Groove Gang means. What did they go to the same school? No, didn't Chubb go to like NC State? Maybe. Where did he? Where did? Uh, Ingram went to. Um, oh, Miss. Because they brought him in excited about him because of because of he worked with Eli. That was one of the reasons why they liked him over the other ones. Oh, he, okay, he made it. Because he went to Eli's Cause passing Eli, camp. Because Eli would be, yeah, he would go and run a camp with the receivers when he wasn't allowed. Like, there's like a point in the offseason when you're not allowed to work out with your like your own team or whatever. Like allowed to, but he goes to he would go back to Ole Miss every once in a while and work with the quarterback. So he would work with the receivers and tight ends while working with the right. quarterbacks for a week or two during like spring. So he worked with Ingram and they got to know each other a lot. So when they were in the draft room, he was like, "This guy, like I know him. We get along. It would be good to have him around." All right. Which again, yeah, he drops a lot of passes, but he also catches a lot of them. So, Bradley, NC Chubb. State. All right, so I don't know what the fuck. Maybe they just work out together. He was the fifth pick. They're both from Georgia. That's probably what it is. Maybe they went to school together, like high went school. To high school, the prep school or something. Yeah, it's possible. Um, but yeah, I'm just it, excited for yeah. hockey. Um, Bradley Chubb went to Hillgrove 
high school, so I'm assuming that's the connection. But they both went there, and it is. Mm-hmm. They went to Hillgrove High School. Grove Gang. In, in Powder Springs, Georgia. Grove Good for that. Gang. Grove Gang. Yeah, I'm just happy some hockey will be back, and we'll have something to watch. So, um, the, whatever so also, you're going to call. Saw Newsday's article today, Andrew Gross's. I had a couple interesting points in it. Okay. Um, a couple things that they still have to work out before officializing everything. One, uh, apparently British Columbia, Canada, the province of British Columbia, does not want other provinces yeah. flying in and out of there. So they have to figure out where the Canucks are going to play. So they got to figure out where the Canucks are going to play. The Sharks, Same they've already the announced, yeah. yep. will be in Arizona. Which right, kind of surprising that because they're having the same problem the Niners are having. They can't play Santa Clara. at home. Correct, Santa Clara. Um, which is super interesting considering why are they keep going to Arizona? <laughs> I mean, Arizona is the closest, I guess, because it's like in Southern California. Okay, what about Portland, Oregon, that doesn't have a hockey team, or Salt Lake City, Utah? Well, yeah, they could have just they could have just gone there, right? You would think <laughs> they could have just gone there. Could have gone um, anyway, or gone to Seattle. <laughs> true, they could have. They, they really should have just done that, right? But the Canucks should probably go to Seattle. <laughs> okay, that that probably they makes might. a little bit more sense. But again, do yeah, you think um, the, all the Canadian teams should move south for the season? I, I don't. If, as long as they can. As long as they can handle it. So that, like, I don't know. They're not going to be able to have fans. I mean, they're significantly stricter, obviously, as we're seeing than they, than, than we are. So, like, and I, it's going to suck for them. But By the way, they also the get $2,000 a month in Canada. Yeah. The Canucks <laughs> might be able to play in one of those, like, OHL arenas that right. are probably. In, like, Calgary or start. Calgary, right. Winnipeg, somewhere around there. They could probably play in one of the I, I don't, juniors. Because I don't Edmonton. think they'll be able to play in Seattle because the crossing the border thing is still an issue. That's the whole point of the Canadian division. Right. So I don't think they'll be able to play in Seattle. I think they might have to play in, you know, you know the Spitfires. I don't know what's close to there, but somebody's like the, OHL. The Wheatley arena. Knights. Edmonton. Something like, yeah, one of those things. But here's the thing. If uh, those leagues have the Olympic Russian rules or then they have the NHL rules because what's their arena, what's their... Ice like. I think they have the regular rules. I think they have the regular rules. Okay, because you know that because if it's the Olympic rule right, style, bigger ice. Yeah. Right. Um, They'll figure that out. Though. The, the the Canadian division is going to be very interesting, though. I think that's a really uh, that it's going to be a lot of fun to watch that division. The central division yeah, is already over. You already have the top three. I, our division is a is going to be a nice, cluster. I'll be. <laughs> Because they said top the Bruins, four teams are going to make it from each division, right? Right. That's the playoffs are going to be the top four teams from each division. And then you get kind of a playoff bracket in your division. One plays four, two plays three. And then the whoever final, advances. Just advances against each other, each other. And then, yeah. Right. And then they, the, once you get to the final four, I don't know what they're going to do. They'll have to figure that part they're out. They're reseeding based on points in the final four. Right, and then they have to. I would assume they're going to bubble somewhere, like like they did. Well, well, they also said so. Somewhere. The the Hurricanes announced 
had a statement release that said, as excited as we are about something along the lines of as excited. Of course, I'm just summarizing it. Um, as excited as we are for hockey to return, and as excited we are to have the greatest fans in the world, blah, 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 all that stuff. Unfortunately, due to C2C regulations, we're not going to be allowed to have fans for the start of the season. Correct. Okay, which is probably going to be the way it's going to be for most places, and they'll just play it by year. I said, I said this, I was actually talking to somebody today. Um, Big Islander fans, big sports guys. Raider fans, by the way. Um, uh, isn't a big fan of your your boy, by the way, Derek Carr. Uh, he said he is a fan, but isn't a fan. It depends on the week. I was like, it's how he plays. He seems like that kind of quarterback. <laughs> if, I, if I would actually root for him, I'd probably feel the same way. Um, I said that Baseball is going to be the only sport that maybe you'll cut off half of the spring training, right? Or maybe you'll do local training camp only starting in the middle of March. But by 4th of July, you'll start seeing fans being allowed to back at games in baseball. That's my opinion. Well, in general, I think across the league, you might see some some. At the start of baseball season. Right. You Kansas could. City. They've already done it with the Chiefs. Kansas the Chiefs City, already Texas. Did. You know, some Florida team. The Florida teams, not that they have any fans. But, like, I think we're going to be, you know, the stricter Northeast. That's why I areas. said July. Now, right. The California teams and the New York teams are going to have to wait a, probably a lot of the time. I mean, it depends on how the vaccine goes and how the rolling out of that goes and all that stuff. Right, no, that that's the way I said. I said, what would be better than you get the you get an alert in the beginning of June that says, "Hey, Sunday, July fourth. Here's a link. First come, first serve. We're only giving out right ten thousand tickets. Right, it's gonna be something like that. Right? How crazy? And think about it. It'll be impossible to get them, and then well, stuff up prices will be insane. But for, I don't think they're going to have. I don't think you'll see them in hockey, which is why they're talking about helmet sponsorships this season. Right, they need, they need some money. Because again, which, hockey's the one sport where they they're ninety nine percent relying on the fan attendance for money. It really shouldn't like people. I mean, people complain about ads on jerseys and stuff, and it if they just put like a, I mean, it's not going to look like a crazy, you know, sticker helmet like we did when we were, like, kids on bikes or something. Like, just throw a Pepsi logo on the back of the helmet. It's not that complicated. Or take off the numbers the and front. just put it right there. All right, take off the numbers and put a Pepsi logo right there. You're just putting a sticker. It's going to be like the DH. They're going to do it for a year, make the money, and then worry about... Then they'll have fans back next year. Um, July 4th is actually uh, a Sunday, so that's actually pretty cool that that would actually work out. But also, a little bit back to hockey, the Central Division is an absolute joke. <laughs> I haven't... I, which, okay. Carol- I don't think... I guess conferences don't matter, but the Central one is the one with the other Western teams, right? Right. Carolina, Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Detroit, Florida, Nashville, Tampa. Okay, so Tampa's going to walk over that division. <laughs> so Tampa wins that division is the one seed. Let me hold on. Let me 
Dallas oh. and Carolina will fight for the two, and then Nashville I mean, and Columbus will fight for the the four. But Columbus, like even Columbus, is <laughs> terrible. But that's why I'm putting them in the class with Nashville and not Carolina and Dallas. I mean, yeah, it's. I will not text. That Brian. is terrible. I will not text. That's Brian. the, the I will problem. Not text Brian. I will not text Brian. Not text but comparatively, <laughs> don't do it. Comparatively, like we said, I mean, it, it depends on how you feel about some of the teams. Because, like, I don't think the Sabres are going to be good, right? Most people don't. But like, is Kyle Poso still on that team? What? I think Kyle Poso is. Still... Yeah, Kyle Poso is still on the team, and they signed Taylor Hall. Still, they're going to be annoying. Like, Kyle Poso is going to be the captain of the Seattle Supersonics next year. <laughs> Calling them the Supersonics. If, if you look at most things, most like those projection things, the Devils and the Sabres are at the bottom. I agree with that. They no. also have the Rangers at the bottom. A lot of them I've seen. The problem with the Rangers, especially in our case, is regardless of how bad they are, they're always going to play a tough game against each other. Right. And they're going to do it against Philly and Pittsburgh and Washington right. as well. So that's the thing. So the division to me is basically Boston's at the top, Buffalo and the Devils are at the bottom, and everything the Islanders, between. the Capitals, the Flyers, and the Rangers and the Penguins. Those four teams the are Metro. just going to keep... Right, it's just the Metro, and they're going to beat the crap out of each other for the last three spots. And, and then Boston's, and then they're going to have to get their butts kicked by Boston in the postseason. Maybe. I don't, Boston's another thing. I don't, you know, they didn't look great, but then they didn't have Rask in Is the he bubble. still on that team? He's on a team, yeah. He just, he had to leave. His kids were sick or something. Kids were in the hospital, I think. Right. So he had to leave. Um, also, also by Tampa, the way, so we haven't recorded since the announcement of Lundqvist. And, of course, we wish him the best of luck with his health issues. Right. Um, loved facing him. I think, <laughs> yeah, I, I think this might be it for him, to be completely honest. Honestly, loved watching him be, play. It might oh, be smart for him to just hang up. Always loved. You know when he'll sign. He'll sign that, like. Two month contract with the Rangers when they go on a playoff run and wear a suit in right. the in the thing. Yeah, right. And they'll be like, "Hey, we're about to win. we're the number. One. We have we won the President's Trophy. We're gonna win the Cup this year. Come sign with us." Yeah. And so. then they'll let him start like Game Four when they're up three nothing in the finals, and then pull him at the Garden. <laughs> yeah. So hockey being back That's is it. exciting. So we have hockey, baseball. Um, here's a fun fact. How much? Here's a fun fact. Well, that's why I was going to bring up baseball. But here's a little fun fact I just saw on Twitter: Justin Jefferson be- is the first rookie to be selected to a Pro Bowl since 2015, and only the fifth rookie wideout in the last 20 years to go to a Pro Bowl. It's pretty impressive. He's had a good season. Amari Cooper I, was the last one. Beckham, A.J. Green, and Anquan Baldwin were the last ones as rookies. I, the thing about rookie receivers is they don't, I guess they don't make that big of an impact right away, usually. 
Especially not a Pro Bowl level impact. What are your thoughts on George Springer? Everyone's going to play in Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're the only two teams playing, clearly. Like, being like, hey, we're having a season, like... (laughs) Yeah, the Mets and the Blue Jays are the only teams trying to make themselves better. <laughs> I mean, they're in on everybody. They're trying to trade for everybody. It's. I mean, we do. We are still paying Reyes something, right? So why not have him call those guys and be like, "Yo, guys, don't make that mistake." Yeah, been there, done that. Don't do it. Also, would DJ play in Toronto? DJ Lemayo is the other name. <laughs> Who's their second baseman? <laughs> he would. I don't know where he would. Maybe he would play third. Yeah, he'd probably play third. Because I think they move Laddie to first. No. Or DH. Laddie was like I don't a Gold Glove finalist, wasn't he? No. Depth chart. Let's see their depth chart. Okay. So. They need pitching. They don't need fucking. Vladdy is first base. Okay, they do have Vladdy. He didn't play any first base. Biggio was second. Right, Biggio, and then Bo was the shortstop. And Bo was the shortstop. So, yeah. Okay, so DJ becomes your first. DJ will play third. DJ becomes your third. Okay. That makes sense. Right. And then who was their center? Okay, they had nothing in, in center field. Vizio filled in a little bit in right field, and uh, Gorel Jr. played left. So Springer would fit into that lineup. Correct. He would. But here's the thing. If we sign Springer, Mm -hmm. you have to trade Nimmo. Well, they don't have to. Because remember, you don't have a DH again. You're going back to regular baseball rules. There's so that's the thing. I there might be a DH still. They're they're that's it's they're ter- telling teams to go forward as if there isn't gonna be one, but everybody seems to believe that they're gonna get that get that change later. We need that. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but even if you do, do that, I don't think Nimmo is a DH. Like Well yeah, but that that's what I'm saying. But that also can open up Nimmo or Springer playing left field. Because then you can have Pete I, and Dom switching back and forth between DH and first base. Right. Because they'll both play they'll both play all season, but that one of them would be DH one game and whoever's not will play first. They could just flip flop the entire season. You're not worrying about that. Well that's right. If they have, when they hopefully they get to DH, Dom and Pete take up that spot and first obviously DH and first. I think if you sign Springer, I think Nimmo's your starting left fielder. And Conforto's your starting right fielder. And then JD, at the moment, is probably the starting third baseman if he's on the team. And Jeff is your second baseman. And Jeff's the second baseman. And then shortstop could be Ahmed, could be Jimenez, could be, you know. Could be the other kid they have in the minors. Um, yeah, but I'm saying that, like, honestly, if you sign Springer and you don't go and make the splash with Lindor, like, it's not a terrible lineup. 
I don't think it is. No, I, I, I really, I don't think it's a terrible lineup. Even if you don't make a move, it's not a terrible offensive lineup. It's a bad defensive lineup. That's the problem. The only other question like becomes is, what's your rotation to open the season? Well, that they need to, they still need to add at least one pitcher. Did you see and Brower in his man. Yankee hat the other day? What? Brower was on Twitter in a Yankee hat the other day. Yeah, that's, I mean... That, Even no, the sports show guys are like, as much as I wanted Brower, I don't want him anymore. He's so annoying. He's annoying. He really is annoying. I think they'll probably add one of the middle-tier guys, like Corey Kluber or Odorizzi or something like that. You need an innings guy. That's what they right, need. and then I think you, I think you go into the season with. I, I, you have to go into the season with Steven Matz on the rotation. I think. <sighs> or you go in with Seth Lugo in the rotation. I'd rather go in with Steven Matz in the rotation, to be honest. <sighs> I think. We, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I personally would sign two people, and. And then Let that's them all your find out. Well, Waka Waka they, went to uh, Tampa. You went to Tampa. Yeah, great. What are they, what are they seeing that, like, they're usually pretty smart. So what's going on here? Well, aren't they looking to trade Snell? They are looking to trade Snell. That's another move. That, that could be a less expensive move than a guy like, and the other guy today who was announced, uh, the Reds. Oh yeah, Castillo. They want to. Well, the Reds want to trade everybody. So Castillo, Sonny Gray. I, nobody keep wants. me away from Sonny Gray. Yeah, I, I don't know if I buy into all that New York pitching hype thing, but I, I no. He wasn't even good. He wasn't Blake. even that great in Cincinnati. He was pretty good. I'd rather take have Blake Snell. Obviously, I mean, if you're gonna give me a choice. Yeah, I'll take Snow. If you're if I'm the cheapest of the trades that you can make. Also, to watch JD and Tampa would be a lot of fun. Oh God, because <laughs> they do have a lot of fun in Tampa. So to watch JD down there would be kind of a lot of fun. Oh, we also have a general manager. Right. Um. Seems like a good. Um. Seems like he should be a general manager in football. He's built to play football. He looks like a football. That's what he, he does. He does look like a football guy. I, he seems. I mean, everything that everybody's saying is he's a very smart guy. He's a good combination of analytics and like scouting. So it's kind of. I mean, it seems like a perfect, perfect fit. He's a a guy who's worked with Theo. So if that move eventually comes next year, which I'm not saying it's gonna, but it would fit if it does. And then, uh, you know, they, I think, did we do a show since they got, I don't think we did a show since they signed McCann. No, 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 which is awesome because his kids were Buzz and Woody, which is also our <laughs> avatars. Me and your dad's avatar is on Disney Plus, so. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, no, that's you and no, me, right? You and I are Buzz and Woody. me and you, yeah. I mean, he's, I think he's, this is Iron Man. At the moment, right, right, right. Um, they we should change it to Mr. Potato Head and see if he notices. (laughs) (laughs) 
He probably won't. I, I set it up for him, so I, I was like, I'll just make him Iron Man. It, you change that to to Mr. Potato Head. He goes on one day and be like, and you just be like, we're doing um, a Toy Story <laughs> thing. Leave us alone. Uh, yeah. I'm going to keep changing him. I'll make him like something from like Moana or something. He has no idea what it is. I'll make him The Rock. The I'm Rock from Moana. Moana. The Rock from Moana, Moana was awesome. Though. I'll make, make that. That's good. Um... Yeah, I mean, if they weren't going to sign Real Muto, McCann is the next Which is an interesting move because Real Muto is not even like, his. you haven't even heard his name. See, and that's the thing. He's screwed now as far as I'm concerned because, I mean, we just talked about it. Nobody besides the Mets and Blue Jays are spending money. The Blue Jays have a catcher. So I, I his market is, is trash now. He's going to, I mean, maybe go back to the Phillies. Yeah, and but even gonna, then, he he's only going to take a what a one year deal. He's not. I don't think he's going to get the big hundred and whatever million dollar deal he wanted. It's maybe he waits it out till like February, like the other guys did those couple years ago, and he and he gets his big deal. But it it could seem it could also be it. that teams are kind of like hesitant because of the fact of. When's the season starting? When's camp starting? When's this starting? They're, they're not like... Baseball hasn't made any... Hey, okay, here are going to be what we're changing with COVID-19 for this season. Right, but Announcements. baseball offseason's also uh, just weird. Right, because it goes from like, November... Free agency starts like 24 hours after like, the last pitch of the season. Right, it's like five days after. So it's like not like every other sport. You just sit here until February and then... Well, then, know, it, like, but it's also like because on other sports, it's like there's the draft, and then in baseball, right. you get the draft in the middle of the season because they're all in college or in high school. Right. It doesn't really so you're matter. Getting it in June, draft doesn't mean anything. Right, it doesn't for the next upcoming season. So there's that, um, and the Yankees haven't even done anything. The Yankees are. Uh, the, I mean, all the reports are they're far apart on DJ LeMayu. They're saying like twenty five Not... million dollars apart, and they and everything originally was DJ's going to take a break to stay a Yankee. I, I said to my brother in law, in the next five to ten years, the Yankees are going to be for sale. I don't know about that. The Steinbrenners don't want them. Uh, that's you. If the Steinbrenners if care, the Yankees Stein... ever go up for sale. First of all, no, I don't think anybody's like rich enough to buy him. Jerry, <laughs> imagine Jerry Jones calls up the cyber and is like, "I'm going to pay for your team." God, he just doesn't know what he's doing. It's just like, and then Steve releases a statement the next day. I apologize for my dad stupidly buying the Yankees. He doesn't know what he's doing, <laughs> but I guess I'm the owner of the Yankees now. The SND Podcast channel could be listened to on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, SNDblog.com. We could also be found on all of the social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't forget, since you love our show so much, make sure to rate, review, and of course, share with all your family and friends. Just give a quick recap of the NFL week here um 10th pick pretty... i need 10th pick i need outside defensive rushers re-sign leonard williams and re-sign both of the defensive tackles bring in the draft me defensive ends speedy defensive ends that can get to the quarterback 
Because the one thing, if you watched that game last night, is the Giants are very steady up the middle on defense. But once you okay. go to the outside, it's over. So we as a Giant fan base have switched to draft picks now? Um, I mean, technically, I could still win the division. <laughs> well, that's what I'm asking. I mean, what's your confidence I... level? Because they didn't look good. It didn't look good. And like... I don't. I don't have faith against Baltimore. I think Lamar. And it's still Colt McCoy. It, as of this moment, it's still Colt McCoy. Um, you know, the offenses look better. Give me. I said, like I said earlier in the show, give me AJ Green. The New York Giants have a bunch of guys who you can put everywhere on the line. You need a guy like AJ Green on the outside that you can throw the ball up and he's going to catch it nine, seven out of ten times. Right. That it's thrown to him. Right? Somebody who's a threat like that. Right now, the Giants only have Sterling Shepard, who's basically running around on the line. Golden Tate, who's running around the line. Darius Slayton's not a future Hall of Famer. <laughs> not saying AJ Green yep. is. But the Giants needed that, that number one outside receiver threat. That big receiver threat. The Plaxico Burris. They need... Yeah, I, I. Right now, they have too many slot receivers. They have too many Jordy they're, Nelsons. Right. They have a bunch of the sim- similar type of receivers. So yeah, they probably could le- use something different. I mean, it's tough when it's Colt McCoy. That's and also, the they were in a that, that was just a weird week. They were talking about it before the game, like first Garrett COVID. Then they had a coach leave to go coach college. Then they had another coach have to take a leave because of COVID and another coach because of that coach take a leave and then DJ wasn't playing and yeah I mean it's, it was a tough and you know and what? it was an easy game I mean, the Browns are, are a good team now. and again you know it would have been 13-9 going into halftime you kicked those couple field goals Um, yeah that was a, a the, the first one was strange down. the first one going for it was strange uh, the fourth and two, I was okay with. Sure, you're gonna go at least go conventional. I don't like the fake. The stuff the fourth and two, I was okay goals. with. Um, I would have liked Alfred Morris in that situation a little bit more. The bigger back. Okay. Give give me at least a little bit of you know. Somebody a chance to run somebody over. Right. Not saying Goldman can't run away from people, but. Right. You know, again, the defensive line for the Browns is really built to just kind of wrap your legs up and. Goldman's not a guy. Was the more uh, efficient back, I think, this week. I know he had more yards. I don't know, carry-wise. Right. Um, But I think that Alfred Morris, at least if his legs are tied up, he can kind of, he's a little bit stronger, where his legs will move a little bit more, can push, can fall forward, has a better chance of falling forward as Goldman's smaller. So So I would have liked, or even the fullback there. They're very big on giving the fullback on short down plays. Let him fall forward unexpectedly. Um, Okay, so that one I didn't care about. The other one, the fake, was just weird. And you know what? They said it. The stats, the Giants and Jets were dead last in scoring points. So the Joe Judge said it. He's like, we don't score points. And we're not going to win games by only kicking field goals. So... You know what? We're inside the 10. Let me take a chance right here. 
It's just weird with fakes like that. You also have one of the most efficient kickers in the league. Why, like, are, you, why are you taking the ball off his foot? Yeah. On a chip Get shot, easy three points. Now you now you have the momentum on offense instead of. And again, it goes back to trusting the defense. Another one, another thing, the, the pro bowler, uh, Burberry is now was out with COVID and. No, oh, James Bradbury, yeah. Yeah, Bradbury was out with COVID. So it was like just consistent with the crazy week and we were just trying to do what we can do. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, you got to play the Ravens and the Cowboys in the next two weeks. It doesn't look great because, I mean, the Ravens are going to be, be a tough game. So Especially going to Baltimore. It was interesting they said um, that – if Garrett's allowed to go, he has to travel separate from the team. It makes sense. But well, it's kind of Bradbury wouldn't. He would be able to travel with the team. See, that's weird. But he wasn't well, a like... positive test. That was the thing. Bradbury wasn't a positive test. He was just oh, he deemed... was just the contact he... tracing kind of thing. Right. He went someplace, met up with somebody who, like, the next day was found positive. Okay. Had like a family friend that he saw for like a meal. And found out they were tested positive like later that day or the following day. So that was one of the that was why he sat. Well, I thought the coaching thing is also. I mean, I don't know. Like we were talking earlier about the, the NHL, and they're basically making you carry three goalies, and one of them kind of has to stay separate in case the goalies get it, like somebody's separate. Right. So I guess it's kind of the same concept. With the Which, coach. if you really think about it, was the same thing they did at the bubble. The Islanders, the, bubble, had, the Islanders had Sorkin. He was there, yeah. I mean, he couldn't. He wasn't allowed to play. I think they had. I think Chris Gibson was there too <laughs> at the time, because Sorokin wasn't allowed to play. It was the stupid Russian whatever rule, the stupid European. Just, just remember this transfer whatever. Would have trust Chris Gibson because remember who clinched the playoff spot that one year? Yeah, Chris Gibson. <laughs> For sure. Who's it? Wasn't was it in Washington? Maybe it was. Yeah, but there was another stretch. I think it was maybe it was Chris Gibson or somebody else, like the next year or the year after, because it wasn't JF Berube. But there was a stretch during one of the years they were bad, where somebody came in and played really well for a couple of games. It was probably Chris Gibson. Wade Dubois. And then he <laughs> Wade Dubois. <laughs> I mean, I can get into it. Not about Wade Dubois. I was looking at the stats of the not the fifteen. 16, but 16, 17 when they missed the playoffs by a point. And they sent, they had sent Halak down because they were carrying J.F. Brubray the whole time. Like, <laughs> they basically gave away a playoff spot that year. Because if they don't play J.F. Brubray, Halak at least wins a couple more games and they probably make the playoffs. But I don't know. I was just, and then I was is that the year we traded J.F. Brubray for the, to Vegas to, uh, right after, yeah. Right after that, they, they, Traded a first-round pick. J.F. Rube and and, and uh, Grabowski's contract. Right. They, I don't know exactly how it went, but it's. I think it was they gave him a first-round pick in Rube and they took Grabowski in the expansion draft. I think that's like exactly what happened. Or they traded Grabowski and they took Rube in the expansion. I forgot what it was. But, yeah, it was... The first round pick and those two people left to go to Vegas. 
Right. Okay. So, um, but yeah, um, right now they have the tenth pick if they if they don't end up making the playoffs. Which again, you know, that's one of those you're right They're there in the middle in picks. Third place at the moment. According to the standings I looked at before, they have them in third place. I don't know what the tiebreaker is between the Cowboys, but apparently they don't have it. Because the Cowboys beat us. Cowboys have that one game. Yeah, we lost. that was a game Dak got hurt in. Oh, right. The Cowboys won that game. Right, So and we play each other again. So we got to finish, the, finish right. the season series, and then, then we'll worry about tiebreakers with them. Um, again, probably end up, you know, Cowboys are actually playing well right now. I think they play Washington this week. I think they played them twice already. Oh, Philly and no, Philly and Washington play each other the last week of the season. They play the Eagles this week, so they're playing the they're they're hosting the Eagles, and then they come to New York the following week. Right. Um. Are we Justin Fields believers, or are we? Uh, I trade out and keep Donald. Have watched maybe two Justin Fields games in my life, so I can't. That's I mean, as much probably, as mostly everybody else. Right. I mean, he's probably going to be playing in the playoffs now, right? To the third, the second seed, third seed. They're playing Clemson, who Debo Sweeney came out and said what his top eleven would be in the in the. Nation and put Ohio State at eleven. I mean, that's just—he's just, he's just a, an <laughs> idiot. Um, so Alabama's one, Clemson is two, right? Clemson, Ohio State, and then um, Ohio State, Notre then Dame then for some reason. Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, they're going to get blown out by Alabama. <laughs> so I'll yeah, but are you going to take play. Alabama to gamble, and then next thing you know, Notre Dame's going to be down a point nope. with a minute left? Nope. 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 <laughs> I actually I went I went five hundred. I was two two and one this week. I won the Dolphins beat the Pats. I took them plus uh, minus one and a half. I took the the Washington football team and they covered. It was close, six and a half. They were getting plus six and a half points. They lost by five. But then I took the Chiefs and they pushed. I took the Rams. Obviously, that didn't go well. And I bet the Giants. And they obviously didn't cover. Oh, we already knew what that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I'll be interested to watch Justin Fields. Personally, I'm I'm a a, a take Sam. I think you're. I would take him. I'm, I think you're gone. You're too far gone with Sam. You already pulled that pin out of the grenade. I think you got to just go and take Justin Fields. Get whatever you can for Sam. You should be able to get a second round pick at least. From somebody. I've said this a couple times about Fields. Over Lawrence, he's built more like the Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes than Lawrence is. Well, I saw... And I think that's going to help him long term. Right. So I I saw a comparison to Dak today, and I felt like that was a solid comparison from what I've seen. So, like, that wouldn't be a bad pick. It's just... I think Trevor Lawrence is, like, a franchise... You know, like a a decade changer. Did you see and, what the uh, the management yeah, no. team of the Jaguars said? They said we just want to personally thank the Jets for the Thanksgiving, uh, the Christmas present that they that oh, they God. gifted us. I mean, that's going to be a good matchup when they play each other next year, right? 
It's unfortunate. It really is. Yeah, they have to play each other, right? They're both going to be in last place. Um, but here's the thing. My biggest problem is is that they're both going to go number one. They're both going to have to play against behind shitty offensive lines and have no talent around them for the next three years. So you're yeah. just going to automatically call them bust once that happens? Well, you got to build the, oh, you know, the Jets have already started building the line with Becton. They have, they don't really have any weapons. The Jets host the Jacksonville Jaguars next year because they're playing, <laughs> they're playing their division and they're playing in, the AFC South. Okay. So they're hosting The Jaguars have division. a running back at least. I mean, James Robinson's had a good season. Right. The Jets have Frank Gore. So. <laughs> the fact that it was Frank Gore too that got the last first down, it's like this guy should not be on the field. He, this is, you know, you're in a 0 and 13 season. The 43 year old should not be playing, and yet he is. It's just, it's unbelievable. I think the Giants play the AFC South next year too. No, we're playing the the West, the AFC West next year. Your boy Derek's coming to town next year. Boy Derek. And uh, Packers are number one seed now, thanks to the Chiefs. And if we went out, if we went out and uh, win the division, we get to go to Green Bay next year. Next year. Yeah. Um. I think. I mean, the Packers beat the Saints this year, so they have a pretty good hold on the number one seed at the moment. Um, they're playing the Titans. Talk about a guy who should have waited another week to come back. Oof. Oof. <laughs> I'm telling you, he does not. He hasn't. He, he's looked that way all season. I'm telling you. Drew is. It might be time to hang him up, my man. You know. You know. It's Sam funny Donald, about that too. Is Sam that... Darnold on the Saints. Ooh, we haven't talked about that. But you know, it's interesting. You know, they may even give up a late, late, because they're going to have a late first, so they may even be willing to give up a late first for that. Yeah. Um, ooh, 2022 Giants-Packers in Green Bay. 2022. 2022. It's already on the, on the list. Um, what was I going to say? Sam Darnold and the Saints and Drew Brees and or that could even be a scenario. I don't know. It's going to be interesting because it'll either be Sam Darnold will the Saints will either want to draft somebody. And then and be behind Breeze for a year, or they're just so in love with. Well, they were pretty successful with Taysomville. They lost to the Eagles. But yeah, but I, I, I'm not game. saying him. I'm saying Jameis. I don't is know about J- do they feel Jameis is well enough behind them? I they would have played him. I would have thought if that was the case. Well, there was a report that said that apparently Peyton didn't want to play Winston because if Breeze couldn't go, Winston was going to be the postseason quarterback. 
I, that doesn't make any sense. Which doesn't make any sense either. Like, um, you have a backup quarterback and you play him. You I you don't, don't. But Jameis is also. I don't know if Jameis has COVID. He might. But I, they said on the when I was watching the game on Sunday that that he wasn't active. Like Taysom was the backup quarterback at the moment. So I, Jameis might be have COVID or might just not be active. I'm not sure. Or contact tracing. Something happened. That's Who knows? Nope. They didn't call it. Anything other interesting that you that caught your eye from around the league? I'm trying to think. I don't think. Juju needs really... to stop uh, dancing. Juju's dancing. DeAndre Hopkins made a sick catch. He's just crazy. Uh, no Jets made the Pro Bowl team. I mean, that was predictable. But apparently, like Becton, the... Becton was like the higher one of the higher ranked tackles. Sure. Um, he was apparently like right there to be picked, but they were only taking because remember they're not playing the Pro Bowl this year. Right, they're just naming people. They're just basically naming the rosters. Right. It's kind of things because you always had those guys who would get that, you know, add-on guy if you were in the Super Bowl and things like that. It's true. So but they would get, like, won. bonuses and stuff. So it's kind of, like, weird that that's not happening. Right, right. Um, speaking of, Deshaun Watson got voted. <laughs> to the Pro Bowl? Yep. Well, he deserves it. He's good. Uh... You had seven guys. Yeah, Rogers, Bakhtiari, Adams. I think Zadarius got voted a starter, which was good. Maybe one of the other linemen. Jenkins, Smith, and Jerry Alexander was the other three. Oh, Jerry, right. And um, Jenkins. Uh, con- well- also, congratulations to um, Jamal Adams <laughs> for... Uh, Him making the the playoffs for the first time in his career. I really hope he just gets absolutely burned by something. Also, Cordell Patterson, congratulations on being a hundred years old and making the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Is he the special team or the kick returner? Return person? specialist for the yeah. NFC. <laughs> I it's I didn't realize like the Bears could make the playoffs. Yeah, Mitch, the Mitch Kubitsky train is there, baby. <laughs> like they're, I don't think they're in a spot at the moment, but they're they're quote unquote in the on the bubble. They are alive and well. The uh, the great Detroit Lions are uh, like once again eliminated. <laughs> right. So it's just right. It's the that team needs to go. Away. Cardinals, the Bears, <laughs> and the Vikings fighting for the last spot, and then. I mean, the Rams lost to the goddamn Jets. <laughs> the Rams should just oh. be a team. <laughs> they, they, they get the seven seed because you lost to the Jets. That's what the happened. Vikings had to win out. So basically what they said on, on Sunday Night Football was the Sasquatch is not the game. Um, <laughs> That's the Geico caveman. Technically, those are masks. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you can't be mad at those guys. Um, They're not so... So basically, the Cardinals needed to lose out, and the Bears needed to win one of the two to leapfrog. Apparently. Well, yeah, the Cardinals are eight and six. The Bears are seven and seven. So. But if they end up tied, the Bears have the tiebreaker. The Cardinals get it. No, the Bears oh, the get. The Bears it. do. Yeah. 
So there's that. Um, the Vikings have to win out. Tampa, Arizona, and Chicago have to lose out. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. So the, the Vikings are done. <laughs> well, who do the Bears have left? Uh, the Packers and they the play Vikings? Jacksonville this week. Oh. Okay. And you're probably... But the thing is... The Packers are eleven and three. The Seahawks and the the Saints are both ten and four. If the Packers win this week, and I think and the Ram, the Rams are playing Seattle. If the Rams win, obviously, like if they tie with the the Saints, they get the Packers get the first seed. If they tie with Seattle, I think Seattle has a tiebreaker. I'm not hundred percent sure what it is though. Okay, um, so. NFC playoffs. Why is it not telling me what I want it to tell me? Playoff scenarios for Week 16. Here we go. I know if we win in the in the Seattle in the West, wins. the Rams no longer have the opportunity to lock up the West. Even if they beat Seattle in Week 16, they'll still need to week win Week 17 because they beat right. Seattle earlier in the year. Apparently, the NFC East is never going to happen. Um. Yeah, they haven't announced all the clinching scenarios. Yeah, I, I like I said, I think if the Rams beat Seattle, we clinch. If not, I don't, I don't know exactly, but it could get to a point where the Packers are playing the Bears with nothing to play for, and you know, you bench everybody and you bench everybody and they win and get in. It's possible. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it will, but it is possible. Okay, we're UConn, we're Kentucky fans now. <laughs> did you know college basketball started? I did. I knew. <laughs> I haven't watched anything. I don't know. I don't watch. I don't know about you. I don't watch like cable TV anymore unless it's a, a game. Um, like, like it used to be, I would leave cable TV on. So then something would be on. Like, I'd see college basketball or I'd see NBA. Right. As soon as there's not a football game or a baseball game or a hockey game or whatever, I just switch my input and put on, like, something on Netflix or something. Or the, or the play PlayStation or something, yeah. Or play PlayStation or, you know, Disney Plus, any of the plethora of options. HBO Max, even though, oof. <laughs> this is completely off topic, but... The Netflix continue watching thing is a lot more use is a lot more useful than I thought. I started watching uh, The Big Bang Theory on HBO, but it doesn't stop. Like if I fall asleep, it doesn't stop itself. Right. I ran through. Right, but you can show. skip things now on on HBO Max. They just added that recently. You can skip like but replay still, of the last episodes and the in the intro song. You can skip that stuff now. I watched it to like fall asleep like three or four days in a row, like almost a whole week, and I went through the whole the whole show, and I only watched like six episodes. <laughs> and, but I was all of a sudden I was on season twelve. I was like, "What the hell's going on here?" Um, speaking what of that show, speaking of that show, right. Flight Attendant on HBO Flight Max Attendant. is actually pretty good. I've heard. I might give it a shot. Kaylee Cuoco, whatever to... her name is. Yeah, Kaylee Cuoco. Um, it's very Netflix 
Marvel type of shot show. Okay. So if you were very if you were into like Jessica Jones and Daredevil, you'd be into the way this was shot, which is what made Never me like it. Never watched any of that. Well, now you have to because he's going to be in Spider Man. So. Who Daredevil? Yeah. Because apparently everything is going to everybody is in there. That Spider Man movie is is. <laughs> I mean, we talked about this. It's getting to the point where you're adding too much. Like I trust those guys and everything. But That's the thing, though. I trust have... them so much that they're going to make this so good. But you now have three Spider-Men and three uh, love interests, whatever, two, Mary, two MJs and a Gwen Stacy. And now you have all the villains. Like, I think it's going to be... Well, no, a you Tom don't have Holland a... Movie. Oh, yeah, you do have an Amazon... You do have the Amazing Spider-Man villain. Yeah, I right. Forgot. Jamie Foxx is back. Jamie Foxx is back, but they're going to improve him. Okay. Right, and then and Doctor Strange, of course, is going to be the one that brings them all together. Well, that's the thing. Right? This is going to be a Tom Holland movie where they come in. They're not going to be. It's not going to be a whole thing. I think this is going to be like you know the last half hour of the movie. These people come in. How upset are Maybe. you going to be though? If there isn't a moment where they're where they do the meme, where they're just all standing there pointing at to. each other. They, they, I'm sorry, they have to. <laughs> they have to. Like it's going to be. It's completely a cop out, and it's you know, internet service, but they have to do it. Like, the the, the meme was made for this moment. <laughs> they, they, they have no other choice. Um, they have to, they, could, they don't have to do it, like, they could do it like they're all sitting at a table and they just point at each other. They have to be pointing at all at each other at some point. In front of a van. Maybe. I don't know. All, did... Somebody has to point. Maybe you can make the girls point at each other. <laughs> like, that would be funny. Like MJ points at MJ. Yeah, like MJ points at MJ and then Gwen points at them. I don't know. My, she's realizing. I don't know. My biggest fear is... My biggest fear is that... Um... They're going to make the Andrew Parker, or what's his name? Andrew Garfield, right? Is that what his name is? Yeah, it is Andrew Garfield, but I like Peter it. Parker. <laughs> Toby Parker, Andrew Parker, and Tom Parker. That's what we're calling them from now on. Um, Andrew Garfield. He sees Gwen Stacy, and it's going to be too, such a cheesy moment that he's just like this. Because like, it was really, the, the, the love interest between the two of them was really cheesy. Let's face it. It wasn't great. Okay, the MJ Toby Maguire was great. Correct. And the and MJ, this one is good. and this one's good so too. Fun. But the Gwen State, like that was too much. They did say, and it's been out there that if if they didn't lose the rights, there was going to be a third one where he meets MJ. They weren't yeah. contracted to do a third one, but then they lost the rights to the Spider Man. They, ba- they bailed. So they yeah. bailed on it because the second one didn't do great. Um. um I'm just my biggest fear in general is like I don't know I'm wor I I worry about Marvel just going forward because it's gonna be impossible to top whatever they did I think the 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 break that they've had is good to almost reset and like forget about everything forget that that you know everything has to be on a grand scale of 
the universe and things like just make more good movies right and good shows now on disney plus and, and like they'll be fine uh, one of rosen's friends had stocks in disney and said that when they had that investor thing between the marvel and star wars no, thing i'm sure it, it rocketed <laughs> yeah. i was like yeah acorn sent that, me a thing that said invest in disney now and then i found out yeah three hours later that the investment thing was that afternoon and I was like that that day was nuts <laughs> are you excited about the Star Wars stuff so see that's a lot of the Star Wars stuff is like extra things that like none of the, the shows outside of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show which is I'm excited for is like from the original movies and from any of the movies right. a lot of it's like expanded universe and books that were written that they're kind of making canon now but I'm, i really enjoyed it i mean the mandalorian was awesome this season and the ending was awesome and now i'm actually starting to watch clone wars which is the cartoon that right. they did so i'm watching a little bit of that now so i'm, I, I'm yeah i guess I'm, i'd say i'm excited for the star wars stuff Okay. Now, finally, they, they haven't missed yet. So, but what I'm my my again my fear is, it's too much. Like they announced ten shows, and obviously these ten shows are going to be over the course of like five or six years. So it's not going to be all at once. But I don't see myself being into like you can't hit on everything. Something's right. going to be bad. People they marvel as much as they did. People I saw on Twitter were kind of like, I expect this to be bad. I expect this. This probably won't work. You know, it was interesting. Seth Green was on a podcast. Yes, I listened to Seth Green on Seth a podcast. Seth Green? Okay. Seth Green. Uh, with Anna Faris. She has a podcast. Okay. Um, which, if you listen to last week's Victory podcast with Scott Kahn, they talk, a, I saw the clip. They okay. talked about... Now, Scott was originally supposed to play the Seth Green part. Like earlier. Earlier. In the other thing. Where they fight. Yeah. But never saw himself in it and only likes to do things he sees himself in. Also, his dad is the dad in Elf. And I didn't realize that until Saturday when I watched it. Um, So, yeah. A couple new podcasts, by the way. The Anna Faris one, depending on the guest that she has, is actually pretty good. She had Kelly on it. A couple weeks ago, Kate Mara was on it a couple weeks ago. So uh, you listened to him. So Anna Faris and Seth Green both guest stars on Entourage. Anna Faris was on Entourage? Yeah, she was. She did like three episodes at the end of one of the seasons. Like that, it was, yeah, it was Medellin. They were, right before they went to France, she was like E's new client for like three episodes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I remember that. Oh, and they kind of like hooked up and everything. Right, and then he left, and they were like, oh, that's not happening. Right, right. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Um, And also, this week's podcast is Piven. Jeremy Piven. It's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. I'm excited about that one. Um, So what did Seth Green say? Seth Green is a huge Star Wars person. Okay. And he even said that some of these new things he's super excited about to see the direction they go in, and some of these things he's just like, I really hope they don't screw right. this up. Well, yeah, like one of them is it's called the Bad Batch, which is basically just it, this is a little bit into in depth, but it's clones. All the stormtrooper people are clones, and these are like slightly altered, so they have like superpowers. So it's like super powered clones, 
probably going to be a cartoon. It's weird. There's one that's one that's called the Rangers of the New Republic, which is literally based on like two people that have just had cameos in the Mandalorian this past season, but they're they're just it's like cops in space. It's like I so like it's like Twenty One Jump not Twenty One Jump Street, but it's like you know a buddy cop movie in space. So I don't it, a lot of it's not going to hit, but I, I don't I'll, I'll watch it all pretty much. You know, I'll give it all a shot at least. Okay, finally. I'm more interested in like WandaVision and and yes, I am excited Falcon about Winter Soldier. WandaVision, the last like trailer for it, kind of like was like, where are they going? What what is happening? Oh, like, it's crazy, <laughs> and it starts. It comes out in like two weeks, January, couple weeks, right? yeah, middle of January. Yeah. Okay. Um, random find on Twitter. Okay. McDonald's in China is introducing a new. Oreo plus Spam Burger. No. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. To respond to some questions, one, yes, people in China hate this too. Two, some of y'all saying, why would China do this? Seem to have forgotten that McDonald's is an American company. If anything, this is a declaration of war on China by the U.S. Okay, the, so we're all on the same page. Nobody likes it. And the guy who tweeted it goes, look, I saw it, so you all have to see it, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how this world works. All right. Um, Anything else? Also, before we do go away, um, shout out to License Plate Guy, Joe. He's been doing, for the past month, the uh, raffles for PS5s. Um, Raising money for St. Jude. So our next episode, we're actually going to do it as well. Um, we're going to do the $3 per listen on our episode. I believe we're recording Sunday after Christmas. So it'll be released Monday um, or Tuesday morning. And we'll go another week. And then by the time we record again, we will tell you guys exactly how much we are donating to charity and raising for St. Jude's. This is that time of the year. And, of course, uh, we are going to start working on our Super Bowl preview show and figuring out some stuff for that as well, like we always do every year, to give back this early yes. part of the holiday season. Excited um, about that. Another Steeler is wobbling off the field. Deontay Johnson is hurt. Isn't that your wideout? I mean, I'm out of the playoffs now, so what is it? Well, well, Gio Bernard had two touchdowns last week. Maybe he'd still be in it. I'm winning now. I won fifth place. Okay, but you could be winning, be going into the semifinals. Yeah, I I, I should have been. We don't have so, – what did I lose by – let me see what I lost by last week. Well, I lost by, like, 30, so I'm not sure it would have helped, but <laughs> I still blame Gio Bernard. It's all Gio Bernard's fault. I'm still okay. Steelers have three points. If I believe defensively have three points, and I believe there's about just a quarter about about just a quarter left in this game. Alrighty. Um. With that being said, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. We'll talk to everybody before the New Year. The SND Podcast Channel. The perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com.
We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Is QuickBooks slowing your business down? Do you have challenges managing inventory, project profitability, or just getting paid fast enough? Get your business to a better place and graduate to NetSuite today. Stop paying for multiple systems that don't give you the information you need when you need it. Ditch the spreadsheets and all the old software you've outgrown. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Everything you need, all in one place, instantaneously. Whether you're doing a million or hundreds of millions in revenue, save time and money with NetSuite. Join the over 24,000 companies using NetSuite right now. Let NetSuite show you how they'll benefit your business with a free product tour at netsuite.com info. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash info, netsuite.com slash info. That's the sound of a day starting out right. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 Zero Turn starts up. With big time horsepower, giant voodoo track tires, turbo force deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro, count on it.